We're up to daf mem tesem aleph, the three lines into the page, the final daf of Mesecha Saita. So the Gemara says like this, Amar Aviloi Barbarachia, Ilmale Tfilase Shal David, if not for the Tfila of David, how you call Yisrael Meichre Revav, all of Klal Yisrael would be covered in stains because we'd be so poor. Shnemar, what's the Tfila that protected Klal Yisrael? Shisa Hashem Meirlehem, Dabna Melch Davin, for uh, for Shisa Lehem Meirlehem, this is in Tilim Perektes, that Shisa Lehem, please give over to Klal Yisrael Meirlehem. Meiriz is like Godless, his greatness, his strength. So he's davening for us to not be incredibly poor, and that tefillah protected all of Klal Yisrael. And similarly, if not for Chabakuk's tefillah, Rabbonim would be so poor, if not for this tefillah, the following tefillah, that they would have to share a talus. They wouldn't be able to afford their own talus. What's the tefillah? Shenemar, the Pasuk says, Chabakuk said, Hashem shamati shemacha, Hashem, I have heard your, um, I have heard of your greatness. Yeresi Hashem Palacha bekerev shnayim chayeyu. Please show your greatness bekerev shnayim. What does it mean bekerev shnayim? Bekerev actually bekerev shanim in the close years. Al tikri bekerev shanim bekerev shnayim. Show your greatness when there's two people close together, meaning when there's two Rabbanim who are close together, show your greatness that they don't have to share a talus, that they should have enough parnasa, that they should be able to live comfortably, at least not, uh, not, not in poverty. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. If you have two Rabbanim who are traveling together, and they're not learning, they should be burnt because such an opportunity is being lost. Because the Pasuk says that when Elio and Elisha are traveling and a, a chariot of fire comes to take Elio and Navi away, they didn't get burnt. Why? Because they were learning. They're learning together. Elio and Elisha are learning and a chariot of fire comes to take Elio and Navi. Time the the reason why they were spared from the fire of the chariots is because they were learning Taira. If had they not been learning Taira, they would have been destroyed. If you have two Tamidachamim living in one city, they know but they refuse to learn together, they refuse to show each other respect to converse in learning together. Not that they don't, you know, whatever, stop. They, they refuse to because they don't look at each other as worthy of being, uh, you know, being chavrusas. One's going to die, one's going to go to Galus. Because the Pasuk says regarding Galus, all the murderers run there. Because they killed their friend without Das. What does it mean, Das? Das is always referring to Torah. So because they don't learn together, therefore Yirtzach. Therefore, one of them is going to die and one of them will have to run to a city of refuge. If you have a Tamachacham who keeps who learns Torah even if he's poor, his tefillah will be answered. It's a school of his tefillah to be answered. Shenemar says, The people who live in Yerushalayim do, do not cry. Hashem will give you compassion. He'll answer your tefillahs. He'll answer when you cry out. Meaning, 
This pasuk is referring to Talmid Chacham davening and Hashem answering the tefils. What caused the tefils to be answered? Because they have bread and water. Meaning, because they have bread and water, that's all they have. But they still learn that's a school. The tefil will be answered. Ravo Oimer Ravo adds, Masbi and Oisim is if they'll be satiated from the divine presence directly. Because the pasuk says over there that your eyes will see Hashem as a school, as a as a reward for not for learning Torah bin Teichat Chak. Not only that, in Shemayim there'll be no curtain separating you and the Bezin Shalmayla. Your teacher will no longer cloak himself between you. There'll be no separation. Okay. Now, the Mishnah said that Rav Shimon Gamliel said that the day since the Chorban, every day is worse. Every day the curses of Galus get worse. It's a very famous. Uh, the famous videos of the Rebbe that he refused to say this entire Gemara. He would just say, He didn't want to say the word Klolis, because it's a negative thing, but every day that the Klolis are worse, because the Pasuk describes Golis as, in the morning you're going to say, I can't wait for night time, because this is terrible, and maybe it'll be better. But at night you'll say, I can't wait for morning. Now let me ask you a question. When you, it says at night you're gonna you're gonna say I can't wait for the morning. Does that mean tomorrow morning? The problem is if every day is worse, if tomorrow could be worse, why would I want tomorrow? Right at night I'm saying oh I can't wait for morning. But how do you know morning is better? So the pshat is it must be I can't wait for this past morning. I wish I went back to this morning. Meaning every day is getting so much worse that at night you don't want tomorrow morning. You want this past morning. So the gemara says hi biker when it says that at night you're waiting for morning. If it's tomorrow morning, maybe tomorrow morning will be worse. Why would you be waiting for that? If it means you're waiting for this past morning, you're like oh man every morning you're like I can't wait for night, and then when it's night you're like I can't wait to go back to morning. Back to this morning was even better. So you see that every day it's progressive getting worse. So the Gemara says, If every day is getting worse, then what, what's the schus that, what schus does the world have to continue going? The answer is HaKadusha Desidra, HaKadusha Desidra, which is Kaddish, 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 and Yehesh Meirabah, Degadita, and Yehesh Meirabah. It's the Tefillahs of Kaddish, 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 Kedusha, and Kaddish, that keeps the world going. Shanema Eretz, Avsa, Kemoy, Oifel, the Pasuk says, the world is dark as death's shadow, because there's no it's called, there's no order. Meaning, what's order? Kaddish and Kedusha is order. The order keeps gets us out of darkness. That's that's the skula to protect us. The Pasa, the Gemara continues. Yeah. The Gemara continues. Tanya Rav Shimon Tahara, the lack of Tahara, meaning Tuma. It took away flavor and fragrance from fruit. Meiser, not giving meiser, bitl shoyman dogon, remove the fatness of grain. The grain used to be very fatty and creamy that we don't have anymore. Ravuna eshkach tumarta dichinunusa. Ravuna found a creamy date, like a very, very, very fat, delicious date. And shakla karcha so he folded in his handkerchief. Also, Rabba Brei, Ravuna's son Rabba comes, and Amrlei, Marichna Recha Dichaninisa. So Ravuna's son Rabba says, I smell a really creamy date. So Amrlei, Benira Tahara Yeshlach, right? We said the reason why we don't have these types of fruits anymore is because of lack of Tahara. So Ravuna said to his son Rabba, the fact that you smell this means that you have Tahara with you. So I'll give it to you as a gift. Meaning, this date was like a, like, a, like a look of what the world that was. So it was a very chashavah item. So Rabba gives, Ravuna gives it to his son Rabba. Okay. 
Rav Huna's son was Rabba, whose son was Abba. So Rav Huna gave it to his son, and then Rabba, the son, gave it to his son. So the grandfather, it went from the grandfather to the grandson. So Rav Huna was not happy with this. He says, I, You made my heart happy, but you knocked out my teeth. Meaning that a father, this is, uh, I guess, some of the sad part of a grandfather, is that the, the child, the son, no longer, it's not a one-way street anymore now, the love is not going up, it's going down. So the father, the grandfather has to recognize that he gave it to the son, the son didn't give it back to him, he gave it to his own son. And I guess there was some sort of feeling of, uh, just a, a slight sadness that the relationship changed from father-son to now, uh, from son to, from grandfather to son, to grandfather to grandson. So this is what people say, a father loves his son, but a son loves his own son, meaning that the, the love just trickles down, it doesn't go back up. Now the Gemara is an interesting story. Rav Yaakov raised his grandson Rav Yaakov. So Rav Bar Yaakov was raising his grandson Rav Yaakov. And when he was older, so Rav Acha said to his grandson, who he raised, Please give me a cup of water. So Amr Eloi, love Brechana. He said, I'm not your son. There's no Kibravim. Meaning, even though he raised him, as he got older, that, that, you know, I guess that was a little bit lost. And he says, yeah, you're my grandfather. You're not my father. I don't have to, I don't have a Kibravim. And Haini Damri Inshi, this is what people say, Rabbi, Rabbi, Barber, You're going to raise him as a son, but he'll eventually say, I'm not your son. Meaning, there was a certain element of uh, a lack of, uh, uh, you know, paying it back. Okay. Now the Mishnah continues, a very long Mishnah, because there's a Shiloh of where the Mishnah ends. We're going to assume that the Mishnah goes all the way to Ahmed Bey's. Very long Mishnah about the Churban and about uh, the, the deterioration that takes place. Okay, now, this is during uh, the Roman, during the second Beis Hamikdash's destruction. The original siege was by a, first person, by a person named Aspasinius Vespasian. He started the siege. And then he was called back to Rome, and his son Titus took over, and Titus, after a couple months, destroyed the Beis HaMikdash. Yeah. So, so it says, apparently, during the different campaigns and different during sieges, the Rabbonim instituted certain things as uh, maybe protection, maybe sign of sadness. So it says, Bepulmus shall Aspanius, during Vespasian's campaign against Yushalayim, this is what they were geyser. Gazer al chasanim, they decreed that a chasan can't wear a reef. They used to wear wreaths on their heads. They, they answered that as like a zeicher for what they saw was the beginning of the churban. Ala iris, they got rid of iris. Iris was a type of musical instrument. It was too much joy. Now, that was during Vespasian's campaign. Then, Bepumashal Titus, then during Titus's campaign, now if you read that, I'll tell you the poshup shot. You have Vespasian, then you have Titus took over for three and a half months, and then the last thing that happened was about 50 years after the churban, you had the destruction of, uh, of, uh, of Betar. The Pashtus, these three things are going in that order. Rashi doesn't go with that, but that's how the Seder, Seder Oilam goes with that. The first Takana is, because it seems that it's going in that order. So the first Takana was Vespasian, then the second Takanas were instituted by Titus, and the third one were by, by Betar. Rashi doesn't say that. Rashi says that this Takana is not Titus, it's actually referring to the two brothers, Hercanus and Aristobulus, who were two. Uh, brothers who were trying to take over the kingdom and they got the Romans to help 
that that took place about a hundred and something years before Vespasian got on the thing. So that's why the Yaakov Emden doesn't like this Pshat and Rashi because he says that you're sort of going out of order. You're starting with Vespasian, then you're going back 150 years, and then you're going back to Titus. So it's either I'll just say the two Pshatim. It's either Vespasian, Titus, Betar, or Vespasian back 150 years and then back to Titus. Okay, whatever. It's a different pshat. So the Pumashal Titus and the second campaign, we'll go with the Seder Eilim's pshat during Titus's campaign. Gazer al Talus Kalas, they assert a wreath by a kala. Shaliyum Adams Yavanis. This actually makes sense according to Rashi. This makes sense according to Rashi. That the, the Gemara is going to say, uh, you know, maybe we should go with Rashi pshat. It's out of order, but we'll go with Rashi pshat. The first campaign was Vespasian. The second one is actually a hundred something years earlier during the, 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 the arguments between Hyrcanus and Astarbalus. They were fighting over dominion. And one of the brothers was in Yerushalayim. Um, yeah, one of the brothers is in Yerushalayim. One of the brothers was outside of Yerushalayim. And they had different, it was a, it was a civil war. Now, during that time, it says they assured Greek. Now, I just want to explain what this is. The Gemara is going to speak this out, but it helps if I just say it now. First of all, this is not the Greek language. This was the way they describe it as an esoteric system of codes, some sort of codes that the Greeks had. They answered that during this campaign. Why? Because the Gemara is going to say what happened was it was originally a civil war. Now, civil wars are terrible, but at the end of the day, it's still Jews. So the Jews inside Yerushalayim wanted to bring Karbanos. They had the money from the Beis HaMikdash, but they didn't have any sheep. The Jews outside of the Beis HaMikdash wanted to bring Karbanos. They had the sheep. They had no access to the Beis HaMikdash. So every day, the Jews inside Yerushalayim would lower down cash, and the Jews outside would raise up a sheep. There was one old man, this old Greek man, inside Yerushalayim who realized, hey, the protection of Yerushalayim is because of the Karbanos. Stop the Karbanos and this whole thing will fall. And he set it over in some sort of Greek code. So one day, instead of raising up a sheep, they raised up a pig. And it says the pig put their hooves into the, into the walls of Yerushalayim and, the, and Yerushalayim shook 400 parasa. And that was the beginning. That's when the civil war fell. Then they got the Romans involved. They made a deal with the Romans. And that led to 100 years later, the Romans destroying Yerushalayim. So it makes sense that this is, it's a little out of order, but this is that campaign. So during that time, they ossered the Greek systems. You can't teach code to Greeks to your children. And Bepomus Achron, and during the last one, which is Titus, or according to Seder Oilam, Beitar, they asked that a kala should not go out with a canopy. The way it would work is on the day of the chasana, they would travel, the kala would go out in a canopy, in a covered, like, you know, covered canopy, and she would walk from her, her house to her, her new house. And it was a whole commotion. As a Zechel Achorben, they asked that. But the Rabbanon overrode it and said that it's fine. Why? Because it's Tzniyas. What's the alternative? She's walking out like uh, without her hair covered and all these things, better for her to go out in a canopy. Yeah, it's a, it's a big simcha, but it's also tzniyas. So, so the Rabbanon allowed it. Okay, the Mishnah says, Mishameser of Meir, the Mishnah talks about how when certain Tanoim died, that was the end of an era. Mishameser Meir, Batul Moshe Mishalim. When her mayor died, that was the end of Mishalim. No one can say a mushal anymore like her mayor. Mishamez ben when ben died, batul hashakdonim, the masmidim, someone who's diligent in learning Torah, who's a masmid, that stopped with the ben azai. Mishamez ben zayma, when ben zayma died, batul hadarshanim, the darshanim, the someone who's able to make a drasha ended. Mishamez ravakiva, when ravakiva died, batul kavratayra, kavratayra ended. We know that ravakiva darshan es la rabbis tamidah chachamim, kavratayra died with ravakiva. Mishamez 
Yisra Chanina ben Daisa. When a Chanina ben Daisa died, Batul Ma Anshir Maisa, someone who does Chesed. No one did Chesed like a Chanina ben Daisa. When he died, the people of doing Chesed ended. Mishamesa of Yaisi Katainta, when of Yaisi, the small one, the young one died, Pasku Chasidim. That was the end of Chasidim. Why is he called a katan? Because he was the, the smallest of the chassidim, but still, he was the last of that era. When Avicham ben Zakai died, the chachma, wisdom seized. Where if Gamliel Hazakin died, also seized, which is interesting because Kavratayra we just said with Rav Akiva. Now, okay. I guess the point is there was still a, la- a, a, a level of covered, and then when he died, that was that was it. I think uh, um, the Gemara Megillah says the pshat was that in the time it's not covered atayra like we think of covered tamid chum. It's covered atayra that during the times of Ragamliel they used to learn standing up, and then once he died, everyone started sitting down, and that was the end of uh, of, of covered atayra. Umesa taharo precious and purity and precious. Uh, uh, abstaining from physicality ended with him. Rabbi Shmuel ben Pabi died. The, the the splendor of Kahuna ended with him. And once Rabbi died, humility ceased as well as Yerushalayim. Ta- uh, the, the Mishnah continues. When the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed, became degraded. Bnei uh, Chayrin, the free men of Yerushalayim, became ashamed. Chafu Roisham, they had to cover their head. Nildulum Anshei Maisa, those people that do good things became like lack of, less respected. Gavu Bali Yisrael, Bali Lashen, people who have, um, who are uh, just strong physically started to take over. Bali Lashen, people who are able to just be charismatic in speeches, but not actually Chashiv, they became, they became grow to power. Vein Darish, Vein Mavakish, Vein and no one seeks and no one tries to fix it. So there's no one else to rely on except for Hashem. Meaning the matzav has gotten so bad that there's no other hope other than Hakadosh Baruch Hu. The Mishnah continues. From the day of the Churban, Sharu Chachimoylem Heavy Safaria, Rabbanim became like teachers in yeshiva, like school children teachers. Obviously, it's less chashiv. Like a Rosh Hashiva became like a fourth grade Rebbe. Safari, the fourth grade Rebbe, Kechazani became like a Chazan. Okay, like a uh, nachashiv in any regard regarding to Torah. Chazania and the Chazanim came Amadara like Amaratzim. The Amadara go to the next page. and even Amaratzim became more poor in wisdom. They weren't. They had no Torah. They No one searches. No one wants to improve. There's no one else to rely on other than Hakadosh Baruch. Beikvus Mashiach, the last generation before Mashiach, which you're seeing now. Chutzpah Yazga. There'll be a tremendous amount of chutzpah. Yoike Yamir, costs will go up. Costs of living will, will soar. The wine will give the vine will give its fruit and but still wine will be uh, hard to find. the government will be turned into heresy and no one's gonna try to stop it. the places where they would have meeting places of meant for wisdom will just be for uh, 
promiscuity. Again, I mentioned this a couple weeks ago. If you look into what's going on now, a lot of this stuff is is Niskai and Bishlamis. Hagalil Yacharev, the Galil will be destroyed. Hagavlin Yisham, the Gavlin will be desolate. It's a certain area. Anche Gvul Yisayv Me'ilir, people that live on the borders will wander from town to town. Vleichanenu, but not have a place to rest. Chachma Yisayv from Tisrach, no one will read books anymore. Yerechet Yimasu, those who uh, those who fear heaven will be like looked down upon. Right? If you're a religious person, the religious beliefs will be looked down as like. Uh, as uh, unwelcoming and un, uh, you know, un, not understanding. Ha'emes te'nederes, truth will be hard to find. Na'orim p'nei za'kina, z'kenim yilbinu, youth will uh, will stand before the elders without respect. Z'kenim yamdu p'nei z'kenim, b'nei katanim, and the elders will have to stand before the katanim. Ben min avlav, a young a son will make fun of his father. Bas kama b'amakala, chamoisa, a daughter will rise up against her mother, a daughter against her mother-in-law. Oy ve'yishan she'beisay, again, enemies in the house itself. Pnei adar, pnei akel, the face of the generation will be like the face of a dog. They're just asking, just asking, and just taking and not giving. Ha'ben enem is bayish me'ov, if a son will not be ashamed in presence of the father. Amale yishli ishan alvin shashamayim, there's no one else to rely on other than HaKadosh Baruch Okay, so the Mishnah said that during the first, during uh, Vespasian's, uh, 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 they answered they wreaths of the Chosen. Now, what type of wreath? They would use salt rocks. They would have beautiful salt rocks. That was the wreath. That was what became Asr, and sulfur rocks. But wreaths of Hadassim and roses, that was permitted. Okay, because I guess that wasn't as Chashiv, so that was permitted. Shmuel says, no, even wreaths of myrtles and roses are Asr. But of reeds and just twigs, that's permitted. Balevi Omar, Ashil Kinu Vishalchairas Asr. Balevi says all form of wreaths were Asr. Bechintani Levi Masis, and Levi also had it in a Braisa. Ashil Kinu Vishalchairas, Vichelas Asr. All forms of wreaths will become Asr. Okay. Then the second thing that they banned was an Eros. Eros was a type of musical instrument. My Eros, what is that? It's a bell with a clapper. It's a certain type of bell that they would use. It made a very loud sound, and they would do it at simchas, and it was too much simcha, so they asked it. Rabbi Barav Huna, for his son's wedding, made a tambourine. A tambura. Now, a tambourine was never asked, but I guess a tambourine was close enough to this ilus, so the Gemara says, Asa avu Rabbi Rav Huna's father came and destroyed it. It's too close, and people are going to think that you're allowed to make an ilus, and therefore, it's not Kadai, we should get rid of it. So what is permitted? So, zil avid take a drum, put it on top of an urn, so if you have like a, a, a big pot, you take a, some skin, put it on top, a makeshift drum, that's allowed. Or the mouth of a pitcher. So you take the skin, meaning make a makeshift drum. That's the only thing that's permitted. I don't know if they would be cool with the 24-piece uh, bands that we have today, but that's that's the Gemara says. Now, in the second campaign, which is, again, either Titus or going back to... Uh, um, Hydra, uh, 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 what was the, the names of the two brothers? Um Aristobulus and Hyrcanus. So, Gozer al Ataris Kalos. Maya Ataris Kalos, what's a wreath of a bride? Amrabar Khan and Rav Yechanan, Irshal Zav. That was a golden tiara. It had the outline of Yerushalayim, it was a golden tiara. Tanya Mihachi, Ezra Ataris Kalos, what's a wreath of a bride? Irshal Zav, the golden tiara. But you're allowed to wear a nice cap of wool. The issue was a golden tiara. Okay. 
Afal Chupas Chasanim Gazer. The Brisa adds they also answered uh, the Chasanim going out in a canopy. My Chupas Chasan, what is that? Zahiris Hamazavis. It's cloth with a, 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 a you know a crimson cloth with gold that the Chasanim would go out with. Okay. Tanya Mihachi. A Brisa similarly states Elo and Chupas Chasanim. These are Chupas Chasanim that became answered in that time period. Zahiris Hamazavis. Aval Isis Saviris. You can make a a nice like a sheet made of lattice that's allowed. The toilet bowl called and you can hang on it whenever you want. It was Dafka crimson cloth with a golden border that was Asr. The next thing that was during that time period that they Asr is Shalayilmaras not to teach your son this esoteric wisdom of Greek. Now, I mentioned the story. The story is because during this revolt where you had the Jews inside Yerushalayim and the Jews outside Yerushalayim in the Civil War, they were lowering down money and bringing up sheep. At least the Karbonus, the Tomit Shel Shachar was still going on a consistent basis, but using this Greek code, an elder guy or an elder Jew, it doesn't say who, told them basically stop doing this. And they put up a pig and said, So Tanur Rabban of the Brisa teaches, When the Chashmanoim kings were fighting each other, of again, of Hyrcanus and Aristobulus, Hyrcanus was outside of Yerushalayim, and Aristobulus was control of Yerushalayim. They had a civil war. But despite the civil war, the Jews under Aristobulus' domain would lower money over the wall, and they would bring up sheep for the Tamid. Because the money has to come from the base of Mikdash, but they don't have sheep in Yerushalayim. Inside Yerushalayim, there's a certain old man who wanted this, who wanted it all to crumble. So he wanted the war to erupt. So he told someone from outside Yerushalayim, using wisdom, he used this code. He basically said to them, you're not going to win this war as long as they still bring Karbanas on a consistent basis. If there's consistent Karbanas, there's consistent protection. Stop the Karban, you'll win the war. The next day, the Jews of Aristobulus lower the money. But the Jews of, of Hyrcanus raised up a pig instead. Once the pig got halfway up the wall, not Siparnav, it put its hooves into the wall of Yushalayim, and Yushalayim shook, shook for 400 parsa. And that was the beginning. That was really the beginning of the Romans taking over, making a deal, and then that was the whole thing. At that moment, they said, First of all, anyone who raises pigs will be cursed. And cursed is someone who teaches his son now Greek. Now, the Gemara says, And it was that year that we taught where there was a, a feud and they couldn't get um, resources into Yerushalayim. There's a price that says that one year they had to find for the Omer, the grain for the Omer, they had to go to a place called Gagasrifim, which is far away. Now, generally, they just do it outside of Yerushalayim. It's because that year they couldn't get to the grain outside of Yerushalayim. They had to go further away. And they had to get from the valley of Ein Seicher. Okay, it was that year. Now, it says in the Braise, you're not allowed to teach Greek. Now, the Gemara assumes at this point it means, doesn't mean the Greek esoteric code. It means Greek Greek language. Is this true? Any, you're not allowed to teach Greek? Rabbi, one said in Eretz Yisrael, why do you speak Sursi? Sursi was a type of like Aramaic. You shouldn't teach, speak Aramaic in Eretz Yisrael. Rabbi said you should either speak Lashon or Greek. So you see the Rabbi was cool with Greek. 
So what do you see? That Rebbe urged people in Eretz Yisrael to learn Greek. So I thought it was us. The answer is, what I said before, there's a difference between the Greek language, which is permissible, and this Greek code, this like Morse code of the Greeks. That is not allowed. Because that story of Horkinus and Aristobulus, it was not the Greek language, it was a Greek code, that was the issue. But the Greek language is fine. Okay, one more kasha. The kasha is, this Greek code that you're saying is Aser, the problem is... We have a story with Rav Gamliel, Rishim Gamliel had. He knew it. So I thought it's Aser. Wait a minute. It's Aser to teach your son the Greek wisdom, this Greek code. Rav Gamliel said, My eye is uh, ugly because of my my pain more than the pain of my sisters, meaning that David Melch is describe uh, that that the pasuk is describing it's pasuk neicha. The pasuk is describing there was a certain tsar that affected him individually as opposed to others. What does this mean? Elif yeladim hayu bebeis abba. That my family says Rishon Gamliel, which was from Rav Yudah Nasi's mishpacha, had a thousand members. Chamesh meis lamdu tayra. Chamesh meis lamdu chachmas yivanis. Five hundred were taught tayra. Five hundred would talk this Greek code. And I'm the only one left from all the crusades and from all the pogroms. And my uh, my um, the, my my father's son, I guess it's his half brother, in uh, named in Asia. Point is, he had a thousand brothers. They were all destroyed. Uh, family members. Fine, that's a sad thing. But it says they all learned Chachmas Yivanis. So they were all able to learn this Greek code. So I don't understand. I thought if it's us, or why are they teaching it? The answer is Shani shall base Rav Gamliel decribing the Malchus The answer is Rav Gamliel's family had to learn it because they were so close. They were aristocrats, and they were made to deal with the the the, the Romans. They had to know this code. In general, it's not allowed, but because they were so close to the government, they had to know it. The Tanya, as the Raisa says, that we find a certain similar situation, that there'll be a leniency for someone who's involved in the government because he has to deal with this. There was a certain type of haircut called a kumi haircut. It had to do with that the top of it was cut and then it was like a mullet on the bottom. It was a Gaisha haircut not allowed, except for someone who was close to the government because he had to sort of blend in. Mispar kumi areza medarki amari. It's considered a Gaisha haircut. It's not allowed to get this haircut kumi. Avtulis ben Ruvin hitul saprakumi, but the Rabbanan allowed Avtulis ben Ruvin to cut his hair like that. Shukar of Lamalchus, because he's close to the government. Okay. And shall base Rav Gamliel at Yulechachas Yavanis, and they permitted the house of Rav Gamliel to learn this Greek code, Meshachrevin Lamalchus. So that's the explanation of why that's allowed. Okay, just to finish up the Masechta. Right, we said that the last one during the uh, during Beitar, they asserted according to say the during Beitar, uh, they asserted kalos going out in a canopy, but the rabbanon allowed it. My time, why did the rabbanon allow? Because at the end of the day, it's more tzniyas. So I understand that it's simcha, but because it's more tzniyas, they felt that it's better. A lot of this is repeated from the Mishnah. Whenever Leizer died, the Sefer Torah was was buried with him, meaning he was uh, the embodiment of Torah. Whenever Yeshua died, advice and thought seized with him. Whenever Akiva died, the supporters of Torah died with him, because the, the support of Torah was in his lifetime. And 
I guess in his lifetime he had such he was such a great Tamil that everyone supported him and that stopped with him. And minus Achachma, the, the wisdom, the streams of wisdom ended with him. When Rav Lezben Azariah died, the, the splendor, the crown of Chachma died with him. Because that was uh, wealth, meaning he was the last wealthy died. The people that do chesed stopped with him. As we had in the Mishnah, the young Abiyosa, that was in the last chesedim. And he's called the young one, because he was the least of the chesedim, and still he was the last one. When Ben Azai died, all hasmidim, people that are diligent in learning, stopped with him. When Ben Died, those that were able to do drushes also died with him. Mishemes Hashem Gamliel, Allah Guvoy, Barabut Saris. When Hashem Gamliel died, locusts started coming, they started to have a lot of Tsaris. Mishemes Rebbe, Hukbala Tsaris. And when Rebbe died, the Tsaris uh, increased dramatically. Amr Lai Rav Yosef Latana. Okay, so we'll end with this. It's a very strange ending, but I rather saw yesterday that Teferis Shloim and the Six Parsha explains it. So it says that when Rebbe said, the, the Mishnah said that when Rebbe died, Anava died. Humility also died. Amr Lai Rav Yosef Latana. Rav Yosef taught the following b'risa. Loi tisni Anava. Take out that line of humility dying with Rebbe. Dik Anava, because I am humble. Right? Don't, the, 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 the humility is still there because I have it. It's a pella. Amr Lai Rav Nachman Latana. And Rav Nachman said similarly, don't say that Yerushchet is over Dikano. So what does it mean that Rav Yosef says, take out that there's no more Anivas because I'm here. That's the opposite of humility. So there's different pshat. I'll tell you what the Tver Shalom says. He says it's out there pshat. There's a concept called an Ibr Nisham. And Ibr Nisham means that when a person does a mitzvah, to such an extent, the soul of an original tzaddik comes and joins you for a short period of time. Rav Yosef was saying that because he's in honor of Moshe Rabbeinu's neshama joined him, and he said, there's still this, meaning even though Rebbe died, there may not be anivas mitzad or that are living, but the tzaddikim come down and help. That's the Tver Shalom. He says, okay, whatever the pshat is, hajan l'cha sligla Congratulations to all those that finished, and we will begin uh, getting to